and welcome to another episode of Bits That Bind. Today we have our very first guests on this show. We are so excited to be speaking today with two of the authors of the brand new book, MuleSoft for Salesforce Developers, A Practitioner's Guide to Deploying MuleSoft APIs and Integrations for Salesforce Enterprise Solutions. One of the authors is Akshata Sawant, a MuleSoft Ambassador alumni, a MuleSoft Meetup leader, and a global mentor of women in integration. And she's joining us from London. We also have with us Alexandra Martinez. Alex is a also a MuleSoft Ambassador alumni, a Meetup leader, and an advocate of Women Who Mule. She's originally from Monterey, Mexico. Now she resides in Niagara Falls, Canada, which has the better view of the falls, in my opinion. And many of you know her from her amazing content that she produces on Twitch. Unfortunately, due to scheduling issues, uh, Arul Alfonse was not able to join us today. I'm Jim Andrews, and I am joined, as always, by my incredible, amazing co-host, Pooja Kamath. Pooja, are you as excited about this episode as I am today? Yes, yes. I have followed Alex and Akshata for, like, forever, I think. And I found it very exciting when recently at a dev conference, Akshata introduced herself as as the as a author, and I, I I thought that was cool, you know. Um, and Alex, of course, with her Twitch sessions and all the other content she produces, uh, it's it's very exciting to share this platform with Akshata and Alex. And we are uh, we're going to be talking about this book. I have the book in my hands, guys. I am, I am looking at it. And it's a, it's, it's really a gorgeous book. It's very thick. It, there's a lot of content. Uh, it has a great index in it. Um, and I'm really hoping to kind of dive into this. Uh, but first I'd like to just have the guests, uh, have Akshata and Alex, um, kind of introduce themselves. Um, Akshata, you want to, you want to tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, sure. Thank you, first of all, for having us here. Uh, it's, it's really a pleasure to be here with you guys. And also, this is the first time we have been interacting. So, yeah. So, to introduce myself, like, uh, yeah, I've been working at Salesforce as a developer advocate, MuleSoft. And, yeah, I've been recently, like, working on this book and there are other some stuff. But most of all, it has been all on MuleSoft for over, like, around six years now. And, yeah, I have been a MuleSoft ambassador before. And yeah, it's all about MuleSoft, you can say. So that's about me. Well, and you and you do a lot of public speaking too, right? Yeah, I do. I mean, uh, sometimes uh, the recent one was at DevOps, uh, DevOps Days, uh, DevOps Belgium, and yeah, there are a few more coming. So stay tuned. (laughs) I'm excited to see those. Very cool, Uh, (laughs) Alex. How about you? Yeah, I think I've been working in MuleSoft since 2017. I I had the pleasure of working with Mule 3 <laughs> um, before it became Mule 4. Uh, so I really like the new version. So I, I'm also looking forward to any point Gold Builder, which is also new. So yeah, the future looks good in your soft rocks. <laughs> Jim. Awesome. Jim, when when you started working on MuleSoft, um, did you did you always uh, feel the need f- to have a book, like to uh, to have a book to refer 
because we always had a book for Java. We, there was always a book for, you know, other Salesforce uh, stuff. And of course, when, you know, uh, I think six or seven years ago, uh, MuleSoft wasn't yet acquired by Salesforce. Uh, did you miss it? Right. Not, not having a MuleSoft book? You know, I really did. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the things that, uh, one of the first things I always do is I go out and I look for what kind of material is out there because I, I really truly believe that, you know, yes, you can go out to the internet and you can, you can search for, you know, um, answers to questions and, and, and things like that. But, but really it's, it's, it's folks like, you know, Alex and, and Akshata that, that spend time putting together a book um, and, and really they've, they've studied it, right? It's, 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 um, some might say it academic, right? Um, but it's, it's a, um, it's a great source, um, to, to read all the way through, right? Not just, not just when you're looking for a specific answer, I think. Yes, um, exactly. So, the, you know, there are, there are books that, there are books that have helped me, uh, back then, um, and Alex mentioned Mule Three. There, there was a there was a, another Mule, um, uh, another MuleSoft book that was available, and um, it just you know, but, but Mule Four had just kind of taken up. So um, uh, yeah, I, I I love I love having a book that you can reference. Yeah, call me old fashioned. Like I love to hold something in my hand and read it. <laughs> Um, so right. I, yeah. Also, you know how like you have exam, uh, you have to study for an exam, and you have the reference material, but but you still want something that is you know a, a, a sort of like a condensed study material, or or you go to a course and the SME kind of goes through what is important, the concepts mm-hmm. and everything, and and that's always helpful, right? You have everything, but what is it that you actually need? right? How to boil yeah. all of that content down so you have a starting point. And I think for me, that's that's what this book is, um, sort of that, that support that someone who is starting out or someone who is a veteran in MuleSoft um, who can, right. you know, um, ref- refer to this book. Um, but but that being said, um, Alex and Akshata, what what motivated you to write a book on MuleSoft? I guess I mean, um, as you said, like uh, yeah, I've been an old school, so it's been the same with me as well. Like some, you need to have something you're comfortable with. You can sit around in corner, have your quilt, and you can just go through the pages rather than being on a laptop for the entire day. So and there was a need to have a book, and I think that's what motivated me. Like you should go for something, and it's all been about MuleSoft. So why not have a book about MuleSoft, which is like for all. So, yeah. Yeah, I think like, yeah, you can go to trainings, and yeah, you can go to the docs and stuff like that. But for example, like if you go to the docs, you kind of have to know what you're looking for. It's not like mm-hmm. it's gonna give you. Uh, I agree. Uh, how to get started and then what you should do and then exercises or stuff like that like it's just a way for you to go and read something that you already know how it works right. <laughs> um right and there's not like an actual road to have a, like a continuous uh learning of like you start here and then you're you you're gonna go here and then here and they're here and here and end up doing everything right 
So the trainings are also like, yeah, you have the trainings for beginners, you have the trainings for architects, but again, it's like for something that you already know what's gonna happen, very specific. And if you're kind of new to everything, you don't know where to go, you don't know what's best, what which training should I take, for example. And this book basically tells you all of that, like where to start, where to go, where, where to find the community, um, what trainings you should take, what certifications you should take, where to start, where are all the products, uh, everything. So it was kind of nice to have everything compacted into a book. So is that how the... Uh, specific topics for for the book uh, came about. So yeah, I'm right now holding the book, and as you asked, like for specific topics. So our book is actually sectioned into like three three parts, you can say, and each one of them, like they have the levels or the topics that are important. So the first one we can say is getting started with Neurosoft, and then we'll be going towards a more complex part, which will be like a deep dive into Neurosoft, and then the topic which resonates with a book title, integration with Salesforce and other connectors. So that's how we have subsectioned it, and each of the topics they are having multiple chapters related to the parts, you can say. And yeah, it's all aligned, and it will be like, even if you are someone who is a beginner who's getting started with uh, the, on the mule journey, they can follow the course and they can just go and each chapter they are like not related to each other so no matter which chapter you're going through suppose if you're excited about uh, directly integrating news of with salesforce you can directly jump to chapter 12 and it will be not related to the previous one but yeah it's better to follow the course perfect okay. alex what would a what do you what do you uh uh, do you have anything to add about uh, the topics uh, covered or kind of how, you know, di- di- how, what was your process that you went through uh, that you guys as authors went through to, to outline that, right? To, to figure out how to put them in the particular order. I would give recognition to Akshara and Arul because <laughs> they kind of did the, the outline at first. Um, so, yeah, it, it was kind of like that because um, the publishers already give you kind of a template to follow, like some recommendations of how to structure your outline and, and so on. But then um, Akshara and Arul kind of just came up with the topics for each section and then uh, the separation between like how to get started, which is part one, and then part two like getting a deep dive and part three like yeah the the salesforce and more stuff like the community training certification and all of that stuff so yeah for me i think akshara and iro made it all (laughs) so so you guys you guys you guys have been uh you know you guys have been experts in this field for a long time right like you guys have been doing uh mulesoft development development api development for a while um, but as you went through this process of, of writing this book, was there anything that you discovered, uh, that surprised you that was, that you found new, um, and that you included in the book? What, what kind of Easter eggs can we maybe expect to find in there that, <laughs> that, uh, we, we, uh, we should, uh, hope to look for? Yeah. So, uh, Definitely, we had to do our research a lot. I mean, before writing any chapter, we had to spend a good amount of time researching about topics and then what are we going to include in the chapter. So one such example I can give you is like the chapter nine, deploying your application, wherein I had to like 
deployment models and everything i had to actually research a lot and that's when i learned a lot about deployment models as well myself so sometimes i mean you you don't have to be expert about everything right so i definitely learned a lot about this book from this book and even now when i have to actually revise a concept or have to just like go through it like what it is i just go through this book because that's what like is the most handy tool for me right now so so you use your own book is uh, <laughs> yeah, what you're I, saying as you yeah as i do you use <laughs> I do use that. <laughs> That's great. I just make my own markings and have some like notes made and everything in my own book. <laughs> Outstanding, Alex. How about you? Uh, you know, you're 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 uh, you've been known for quite a while as a data weave expert, right? And uh, that's kind of one of your specialties. Uh, and you've been uh, you've been doing presentations at meetups and everything on data weave for a long time. What uh, you know, was there anything outside of that, um, or even within that, that you discovered? Yeah, definitely. And I'm kind of bummed because I wanted to write so much about data, but we didn't have that many pages, <laughs> that many pages. so I really had to keep it short. <laughs> book two, um, book two, book two. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think you can, you can feel a whole book on its own on it's just data weave because it's just too much right um yeah. right but yeah kind of uh, at first i just had one chapter for data weave and then and you I had to started, add one more <laughs> yeah i started researching a lot because i wanted to get the full picture of like everything and as i said like you kind of go to the docs with what you already know so like I already know what objects are, what arrays are, so I didn't mm -hmm. really look into the docs before. But then when I was uh -huh. writing the book, for example, I had to go into the docs and see how these objects are separated by like the basic ones, which are like strings and, and numbers, and then the, the composite ones, and then the, the complex ones. So stuff like that, like I had never, gotten like an actual name for dividing those uh types so stuff like that like it's it's kind of new for you and also like a lot of different ways to do to import a function or a module or stuff like that um it was just mind-blowing when i was researching it because i had never gone that deep like i already know how to import a function why would i want to do more research about it but for this book, sure. I had to, so I discovered that whole, like, there are like nine ways or ten ways to import it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, it was definitely mind-blowing, and I had to do a lot of research. I had to discover a lot of things, especially for the two chapters on Data Weave. That's, that's interesting. Pooja, that, that yeah. really goes to your earlier point about you were asking me about books. And, and, and I think Alex's answer just then... Um, it really goes straight to the heart of why I, uh, why I lean so heavily on, on having books around because it means, it, it means that the authors have done a lot of research, right? Like that, Alex, known, known to the world as data weave expert, and here's the data weave expert <laughs> digging in. <laughs> And doing her own extra research on this stuff. I mean, guys, that's when we talk about standing on the shoulders of giants, right? And and when we when we read books and then we produce our own content from that, 
that's what that's all about. I, I just love that. That just gives me chills right now. Guys. Agreed. Uh, this Agreed. Is fantastic. Agreed. You, you know, I'm 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 interested. Uh, so, if um, when you did all that research, uh, were there any changes or updates um, uh, for existing functionality that was born out of that research, or you know, when you when you worked on it, you felt that oh, you know, this could be, be- uh, done a different way. Um, just just curious. Yes, um, I, I think I did raise some pull requests to change the docs, um, but <laughs> not not that many bugs because it was just like the basic the basic stuff. So I didn't I didn't find a lot of bugs as I'm finding now that I'm doing like Battlesnake and not other kinds of games. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think I I did raise some pull requests <laughs> to update the docs. <laughs> And and when you began nice. writing this book, I'm sure you all had an uh, intended audience in mind. So talk a little about that. Um, what was uh, at the beginning, you know, when you conceived the idea of this book, what, uh, who, who was it intended for? And when you worked on, on the book and at the end, did you feel that um, that, that uh, intention expanded to include other uh, people? Um, Talk a little yes. about that. So, actually, the book was not intended only for Salesforce developers, and that's what the publishers wanted, and that's what the topic is. But as a developers like me, Arul, and uh, me, uh, Alex, we were like, this book can be used by everyone, like no matter what kind of developer you are, Java mm-hmm. developer, Python developer, because MuleSoft is something like everyone can learn, right? All you need to do know is like few APIs and few like REST APIs or basic concept that's what you need to be aware about so once you know that and we have also covered that in the initial chapters like the beginner's guide kind of um, introduction about rest apis soap apis and how are the protocols how are the apis how you should be designing it so irrespective of your background the technical background no matter where you come from i think this book will be handy for you if you want to learn new stuff if you want to get started with it so yeah, but then uh, when it comes from publication perspective, yeah, we have limited it to like a Salesforce audience. Uh, yeah, but you can say it's it's open for all. That that's interesting that you mentioned that um, this is something that um, um, is intended for everybody and not just uh, Salesforce developers. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts? I've seen that in other books as well, like unrelated to technology. But for example, I follow an author that talks a lot about learning how to learn. Um, And she and some other co-authors wrote a book that was specific for math, like to learn math. But then when you ask her, she always says, oh, no, that's just a publisher. Like the publisher wanted to market it for yeah. math mm-hmm. because that's where they found like the SEO keyword or whatever. Exactly. But the book was actually to learning anything, <laughs> not just math. So I think that's what the publishers do, basically. <laughs> you you right. know, I, well, I, I have to admit that when I fir- when I first saw the title, I thought, well, are these are these is this a book for folks that are sitting around developing and coding Apex all day and they want to learn MuleSoft. And then, of course, you get the book and you're, and you're looking through the, the different sections and all of the content and you're like, oh, wow, no, this is, like, this is really, you know, anybody that's wanting to study for the exam, anybody who, who wants to become a better developer, 
it's really all about that. And I, I think, you know, it, it sort of mirrors how we work in the MuleSoft ecosystem also, right? Um, a lot of times we can only be successful if we don't forget our basic programming principles here. Just because it's, it's a technology, you can't say, okay, I'm going to restrict myself to this and, and throw everything else out the door. And then <laughs> you're not really going to develop a successful program. And I, I think that's, that's what this is. Um, MuleSoft is built on a lot of the, um, those um, programming basics. And I think the book mirrors that. And what do you think, Jim? No, I agree. And we've talked about this before about uh, MuleSoft being, you know, when you go all the way back and start looking at the kind of the foundations of MuleSoft, uh, a lot of that was built off of, speaking of books, Gregor Hope's um, um, enterprise integration uh, patterns and and really it's integration pa- it, the, the, there's so many integration patterns that are that are built into the MuleSoft platform scatter gather uh, you know choice and and routers and and all of this uh, all of this already baked in messages right these these are pattern uh, concepts that were first kind of described by uh, Gregor Hope and Bobby Wolf and and so now we've got kind of the next generation kind of standing on top of that and talking about how all of this is used. Um, so I, I, you know, that that's, I, 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 I agree. I think that you're you're right on the money on that, uh, Pooja. Um, um, it, w- w- question I had was was, um, do you do you guys use you know in in going through this or there's some real world examples maybe from your um, from your past as a consultant or developer um, that you pulled into this book um, to use as examples? Yeah, I mean, examples you can say we have actually, we have a demo walkthrough in this book, which is like, uh, you're following along with us uh, in the book and you're actually doing your implementation as well. And there are a few, like, there are a few, um, you can see exercises behind, like uh, behind the book or I mean, at the end of the chapter, which is like covering what exercises you would be performing or you would be you can try it out by yourself to get a better practice, better hold on. And yeah, we have also mentioned some industry use cases in the end. So to give you an idea, like how you can use this functionality better, kind of examples you can say, if that's what you're looking out for. Yeah, like, uh, you know, uh, Alex, you put, um, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you here about this. Uh, I'm looking at page 366 uh, and 367. This is at the end of the testing chapter. And just like you were saying, Akshata, you've got a summary of the chapter, and then you give you give the reader some assignments, don't you? You give them some homework to homework, do. So yeah. now they've got a, you know, it's not enough that they had to read through the book and and, and each of these chapters. Now you've got homework to do. Yeah. And uh, and then you give them some questions. <laughs> yeah. Right. I I think homework is important, Jim. Homework is important, <laughs> at least for people like me, you know. And I, th- I think in general, you know, uh, everybody is so busy. Like, unless you are given something specific to focus on, you can't really apply your knowledge. And I think it's interesting that the authors took that approach, right? Okay, I'm teaching you this, and right. then here's your homework. Try to solve this. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. 
that that's always helpful. And I think that's one of the things that makes classes helpful is you go to the class and you're an instructor, right? Your instructor says, go do this. So, you know, you've got a, you've got now a, an objective in mind. Um, yep. So I, I love the fact that you guys included those, uh, those examples also given, and questions. Yeah, we have also given them solutions. So not just the homework. So the solutions are all there on the GitHub mm-hmm. repository if they want to refer. But yeah, we don't want to tell them now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a great that. point. So Akshata, uh, I, it, is is that uh, is the GitHub repository is that um, available uh, to anyone? Can yeah. anyone go to that and uh, look at look it up? Yes, that's a public repository. Perfect. Um, so Pooja, I think we should link um, to that GitHub repository after this yes. is over, and we'll post that <laughs> on our bits that bind uh, LinkedIn page. Yes. Which yes. I hope everyone has subscribed to at this point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let, let's, let's link it. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm wondering, did you have any, um, so what was your approach? I know uh, the book covers a lot of technical concepts, right? Um, um, and these concepts are complex to new users. So what approach did you take to explain this, uh, to teach these concepts? I feel like the data weave yeah. is not that complex because <laughs> um, again, I wanted to do like, uh, I wanted to do so much on data weave. I'm still bummed about that. So I had to stick to the basics. Um, so just like, so you have a bit of an image. I wrote chapter one, which is like the introduction, then the six and seven, which are data weave. And I think the last two, are about uh, training certification and community and stuff like that. So I I feel like my only technical chapters were DeedWeave and I just kept it very simple because I just wanted people to get a very good base, which is chapter six. Chapter six is super well explained and I have a lot of examples and I link to other tutorials, to the docs and so on, so people can keep learning on their own. Um, and I just try to keep it as simple as possible, but also explaining very detailed <laughs> how to do, I don't know, how to create a variable or what's the difference between a function, an empty function and a lambda function or stuff like that. Um, and then chapter seven is kind of like telling you, okay, now that you know the basics, here are all of the functions available for you to use from the different modules. And here are some examples of how to use them and how to use the most um, useful ones like the do operator or uh, I don't know, the log function or stuff like that. Okay. And okay. you kind of have to just piece it together. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. DataWeave is yeah. easy once you get the hang of it, right? There is, I think, a slight learning curve for uh, for new users. Um, but Alex, are, do you have any tips or advice for uh, MuleSoft developers looking to improve their skills? So DataWeave in specific, I really recommend you try to do different scripts like uh, try to do puzzles and try to solve other programming things like for example if you go to hacker rank you will see uh, different challenges that you can solve in programming and I don't think you can use data with there specifically but you can take the challenge and solve it on your own 
you can do Advent of Code, you can do Battlesnake. Um, that for me has helped a lot and I have been finding a lot of bugs in Dataweave, which is awesome. <laughs> um, so you can try to get another perspective, like for example, how, we, how you would learn Java and then try that and put it in Dataweave instead of Java or stuff like that. Um, and then in MuleSoft, I don't know, try to create APIs, try to create your own Spotify API, for example. Uh, to, I don't know, try to think of other examples that you can create from that. Um, or you can also just read articles, see what people did and follow their examples as well. And, uh, and Akshata, how does your book help uh, readers prepare for the certification exams? So certification, I would say the MuleSoft Certified Developer Level 1 exam, that, that's something like this book can help you with because we have covered everything right from the basics and also some examples and walkthroughs. So that is what is needed for NCD Level 1. So they basically ask you about like your experience and then, I mean, your different concepts, which are like when you actually try it out, you get those concepts, right? And yeah, that is something which this book covers with uh, proper examples and proper walkthroughs, uh, which you'll be like, I mean, definitely it's going to be all your effort. You have to take those efforts to create those assignments or do your homework, basically. And that that's how you're going to prepare for your exam. And we have also covered a few interview tips and tricks in the end, I guess. Yeah, right, Alex? So she has covered yeah. them. And um, yeah, so also the certification tips and tricks, how you can clear the certification. But overall, the content of this book it's designed in such a way that it will help you clear the MCD level one. I mean, I'm sure you must have read it and you must have found it the same. Um, that's that's really um, exciting and interesting because that's what I wanted when I started MuleSoft. That's what I wanted. I wanted something I could, something I could hold in my... Yes, I wanted something to read, you know, not something read. to be on the web and browse <laughs> because I get distracted. <laughs> I wanted something to read, you know, um, and that's... And we are quite uh, used to it, right? Like ever since school, colleges, like holding a book in a hand and like going through everything, making notes. Sure. So that's what I mean. That's why I feel connected more with the book and I make my own right, markings. Right. <laughs> agreed, agreed. So, so Jim, are you a pre-IPO muley? Yes, yes. Uh -oh. I uh, I was doing, I was uh, I was working with MuleSoft um, probably about uh, the same time Alex mentioned, uh, kind of twenty seventeen timeframe, um, mm -hmm. and uh, and and yeah, I actually bought some MuleSoft stock uh, <laughs> back uh, mm -hmm. back before Salesforce bought uh, MuleSoft. So. Um, uh, that was kind of fun to watch that whole episode. I didn't get enough uh, enough stocks to 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 get rich or anything like that. Um, but, uh, yeah. D did you know that was a thing though? It, at Dreamforce <laughs> last year, people were introducing themselves as pre-IPO muleys. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and and when Alex mentioned that you know she's worked on 3.0 i was like oh okay <laughs> that yep. clicked in my head no, i'm like pre-ipo muley <laughs> that's that's right you, you know mule uh I, I, you mentioned uh you know the pre-ipo uh you mentioned mule 3 and uh alex you you mentioned that you were finding a few uh a few bugs in data weave or a few um things that needed to be updated in data weave 
uh, I've got one more question for you guys, really, and that's, you know, it, it's I've, I've always thought that it's very difficult to write a book about a specific platform because you're you've got a specific uh, version in mind that or uh, a specific version that is active at the time that you're writing the book. Did was there any is there anything about this book and how you guys wrote this book that you think will kind of transcend uh, a bit of time where you know as Mule changes a bit or as you know for example you know we talked about any any point code builder a bit earlier that was one of the things uh, Alex was excited about I'm very excited about it I'm passionate about that I was able to take part in the private beta and I'm super excited that it's out there in the world now but um you know as things like that kind of move into the MuleSoft space how does this uh book uh kind of remain relevant um kind of moving forward i think that would be a good question for publishers uh, but definitely we might be <laughs> we might be coming up with revisions or a book too let's see we never know <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. This is this is the first edition. So yeah, uh, I suppose the it could edition. be uh, you know multiple editions after this. Yeah. 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 So uh, very cool. Um, one oh one other thing that I wanted to do right before we wrap up, Pooja, I am turning to a, we we want to give away a book. We want to give away a book to one of our listeners. Uh, wow. Don't you guys think that would be awesome? Amazing. Yes. Yeah. That would be that would be cool, right? Okay, so but how do you give away a book to listeners of a podcast, right? So what I'm thinking is that if, if, if our listeners have stayed with us through this whole time, and we haven't mentioned this before yet, right? Through this whole, <laughs> through this whole um, uh, episode, we haven't talked about it. So I'm going to um, I'm gonna open your book. I'm going to open this book in the middle of... Well, I guess it right in the middle of the book is Alex's favorite section. It's learning data weave and writing data weave scripts. So I am looking at page 189, and I'm looking at a section called defining and calling functions. So here's what we'll do. The first person who listens to this episode and leaves a message on our Bits That Bind LinkedIn page and says that, oh, hey, you called out page 189, defining and calling functions. I will send you a, uh, a digital uh, copy of the new book by Akshata and Alex and Arul, and uh, you'll have the opportunity to look through that and uh, get as much out of it, I hope, as as Pooja and I have gotten out of it already. Um, so what do you think about that, Pooja? Yay! Yes, I say, you know, go listeners. Amazing. <laughs> that was a big surprise. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to keep it a surprise. <laughs> right, right. So now everybody has to listen through the whole thing. So uh, we'll see. Smart. We'll see who makes it through the episode first. Um, well, I wanted to thank uh, I wanted to thank you, Akshata, for joining, and thank you, Alex, for joining, and uh, and really making this a special um, a special episode of Bits That Bind. We are this. You guys are our first. You're the first. You're breaking ground here at Bits That Bind. <laughs> we are honored. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, Pooja, anything, any last remarks before we uh, sign off for the for the day? No, no, I'm I'm just trying to enjoy this moment, you know, sharing this platform <laughs> with Akshata and Alex. And uh, yes, so thank you. Thank you for um, coming on to this uh, podcast and talking to us about the book. Uh, it's very exciting to always understand from the perspective of the authors, you know, about the book. I, I, I think it's... Um, it gives us more insight into the thought that went into it and how to read that book and how to make it your own. So thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, loved it. Well, thank you listeners. And we hope you will join us for our next episode. And uh, we look forward to seeing you then. 